What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday Afternoons Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick the facts and we don't care about your damn feelings in here. And that's you. Appreciate y'all for being here. Shout out to the Coach Gang and appreciate all of the 10 toes up lady gang pictures or, or fee picture gang in the building. All right, man, we got a great show today. We're going to review the case of Tyrese Gibson, singer, actor, transformer, uh, Fast and the Furious, Coca-Cola commercial, uh, Tyrese Gibson, uh, Ruben Stuttered, and Genuine, and all of them. All right, we're going to talk about all of those brothers right there. And uh, he's making the news recently in the last day, maybe the last 10 hours, as he's been hammered with the $10,000 a month child support um, order from the court. And uh, this is the things that we tell you guys about being serious about how you're dealing with the modern women, because at just just for the most part, I keep telling you, you all pay. They're all celibates. You all buy a bit. That's just the bottom line right now. And every now and then, one of you guys will skirt through this and say, I got away scot free. Some men will use the hope strategy and they won't get away free at all. They will pay heavily in the tune to the tune of millions of dollars Tyrese will be paying to the baby mama who praying mantis him so we're going to go ahead and acknowledge the fact that all men pay oh man hey okay you guys going to learn a bit you guys going to learn a bit say selling a bit you buying a bit you're bisexuals you think these women are bisexuals you are you are b u y sexual all right i heard um um well, i saw a comment earlier today on one of my videos about uh you know and it's a very standard red pill comment like uh you know how do you feel about buying something that pookie and ray ray got for free guys that, <laughs> where we at that's how it's always gonna be and that's how it is little puppet little paco little chico all of them they get sent for free bro i mean listen that's just the way it is same thing with chad and tyrone as a matter of fact chad and tyrone don't even run no game they're essentially oblivious to the fact that what they're doing most of the time they treat some of these women with with way more respect than some of you pump and dumpers out here. So they're oblivious to the fact that they're doing whatever they're doing. They're like, what strategy? I'm Chad. I'm Tyrone. Um, I'm not pumping it up in nobody. I'm just taking what's given to me. But the fact is, if you're neither Chad, Tyrone, Pookie, or Ray Ray, you're paying. <laughs> I don't care if she used it before him or he used it before you or not. Uh, anyway. Anyway, this is going to be a great show. We're also going to review Leonardo DiCaprio sticking to his breakup schedule before 25. He says, hell no. He says, you got to go. Hell no. You going to go. Hell no. You going to go. All right. You got to go, baby. You turn 25. You out of here. And that's you. You're out of here. All right. Shout out to you guys right there. That's going to be a great show. Uh, great portion of the show. We'll probably open up with that. Let me see. I'm typing in the PayPal link. <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. And um, a lot of people, you know, you know, you grow up, you live and learn. You got to live and learn. You got to live and learn, man. I tell you, man, what this is what married men essentially do. Married men marry women that have been in these streets. In these streets. And they pay. I mean, I know you guys always get the idea of breaking bread like this. Uh, Tyrese is not going to break bread like this. He bent over the judges chambers and they're going to just take it out of his assets. That's pain. Okay, so a lot of people, man, get it out of control. Well, I'll never pay for something that Pookie got for free. You guys do it all the time. What do you think? What do you think marriage is? What do you think marriage is? So I think you guys really got to get under the um, you guys got to get control of some of these theories that you've been hearing from, uh, you know, quite frankly, men who might have been angry and oh, I'm going to just not deal with them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Or you can go with extremely young women. I mean, young illegal women. And that that doesn't mean that they haven't been pounded by. Listen, Pookie and Ray Ray and women have been active since 13 and 14. And if you want to go to the suburbs, 15, 16, some of them girls in the suburbs, they play spin the bottle, too. Right. If you're my age, they they play spin the bottle. So they kissed and. I'm not even going to talk about what they do. I'm just, this is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. Anyway, do me a favor before we get into all of that. Hit the like button. Hit the like button in the building. All right, hit the like button in the building. We got not that many likes, and we got to get that. The belly deli is going to get going here. All right, truth or dare, spin the bottle. They've all, they all, they've all smuggled salami, sucked it. You know, I don't know if you know there's a trend. Remember the trend where the girl was like, well, you can't have the front booty. You can have the back booty, though. Right. Remember that in middle school? They were like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm going to still be a virgin, but you can take the back door. <laughs> this, the dude that was good in flag football got it. But here you are thinking, no, I'm going to find me a nice virgin woman. <laughs> I swear some of you people. Uh, where are we at here to contribute to today's show? We're already off and running. Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. All right, Benmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. There it is right there. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. All right, and we'll get to the earlier contributors to today's show, and then we'll go ahead and kick it. All right, <laughs> we'll go ahead and kick it. There, you, you guys aren't getting virgins. Some of you got. you just got to have to deal with it. And most of the time, many women, uh, the younger you are, Many of these women have had way more sexual experience than many men, unfortunately. Many men, many, many men. Shout out to KT King is in the building. KT the King says, good morning, CGA. I am beginning I am beginning to accept and think that women have trains run on them more than we know about in life. We're just talking about this. This would be a great topic, uh, live stream topic. Um Yes, I know as you get older, you will realize this. As you get older, what will happen is you'll have that uncomfortable. How many people can identify with this? Um, many times when women ask you about your sexuality and what you've done and what you've experienced, what you ex experimented with, you play a little coy because you don't want to think you're a dirty salami Rodney. So you don't want to give too much detail. Well, I've never done anything nefarious and nasty. All right, and I'm a good Christian boy. You might You're trying to do that. And then she looks at you like, oh, okay, well, since you're a good guy and you never done anything nasty, I've never done anything nasty too, right? She's like, I, but you don't want to know. if, Boy, if you really knew what your girl has done in her past, <laughs> all right, they've, are, listen, they're on the recipient end. They have had, they've experimented. They've experimented. Sure, they have. Absolutely. Now, listen, I can't speak for all the ladies. There's always that one. I've never done anything. I've always laid on my back with my 10 toes up. Okay. You guys got to realize they're on the experiment side. They're on the recipient side. So a lot of times they'll find themselves in these situations. Um, you know, if they are a freshman in college, sophomore in college, they double tag team a defensive back in the bathroom of a party. In the bathroom of the party. Now, that's just what it is. I know you guys, I, I'm hating to burst your bubble, but that's what happens. You know, that's what they do. Some girls manage to kind of get around it, and some girls are offered it, and they never, oh, I don't want to do it. No, that's okay. All right, there are some of those women that are like, they'll never cross that bridge. Uh, nah. But if she's somewhat sexy, meaning she has sex appeal, like she has sex appeal, if she has any level of sex appeal, 
I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I I hate to make it sad. Like if she just a goofy uh SpongeBob SquarePants body chick, maybe. If she just a goofy, do, 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 you know what I mean? But if she's artsy, if she's cutesy, if she's super sexy sex appeal, forget about it, bro. She been there, done that. Been there, done that. I don't care what shape size she is. She could be a busted Billberry biscuit can. She could be 300 pounds. Guys, and my, let me just tell you this. I actually, some of the nerdiest girls have been some of the nastiest girls I have ever been with, right? And I have this thing about plain Janes. So I'm like, you know, plain Janes, it's kind of like um, a defense mechanism. It's somewhat of a safe zone where you're like, I'll pick somebody plain so she's not ran through. Uh, let me tell you something. Don't, don't think. Don't think. It's actually a flawed strategy, gentlemen. Some of them plain Jane nerdy girls, when they finally get out of their comfort zone and they take their glasses off, they'd be like, they'd be like this. They'd be like, oh, hi. My name is Goofy Plain Jane. I'm just goofy and quirky and artsy. <laughs> Let me see here. <laughs> and you looking at them, they doing monkey double backflips. They hanging from the chandelier. They spitting. They drooling and slobbing all down their elbow. And you're like, whoa, hold on, baby. And that's you. You like you enjoying it? She like I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you like oh my god! Do not think. I'm telling you guys from experience that little silent girl sitting in the corner of Barnes and Nobles has done some things in her life to somebody you don't even want to know—a band geek or somebody. And you thinking I'm gonna run a game and manipulate the hell out of this girl? She can't wait for you to come over. Please run game on me. <laughs> oh my goodness anyway this is how the show normally goes all right let's get to the earlier <laughs> you'd be like yeah where you learn all that yeah it gets crazy man oh i'm just a bookworm i'm just a bookworm no she not don't fall for that gentlemen they the ones they the worst ones out here they some of the worst ones. Some of the ones actually that go over and above with the sex appeal, they the ones, they, they're the biggest blue ballers out here. They'll leave you with blue balls all over the place. Oh, what well, did you think I was that type of girl? You know, they're vamps. They will actually just lead your ass on. My sexy, look at my butt. Uh-huh. They poking their butt out all the, and then they want to play self-righteous when it's time to give it up. What are you talking about? I'm a good Catholic girl. I know just because I hike up my shorts and show my butt cheeks doesn't mean that I'm a prostitute. Yes. <laughs> You're looking at her like, right, I see your Instagram. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. That's a little bit of fun. Who we got here? Hans says, thank you, CGA. Like that logo on the new coach gang gear. I appreciate that one, brother. Which one? I mean, the new, new, the new, new coach gang gear. I appreciate you for being here. Elton, did I get you? I did get you. He says, learn culture, cigar versus gym culture. I think, yeah, we were talking about that. Be a culture brother from the Blue Chip Mindset stream that we were serious. Now we're having fun. Shout out to Nashwick says, how do I butch, book a, uh, how do I book a coaching? How do I go about booking a coaching session? 
Clarity.fm backslash Greg Adams is, is the link is in the description box below. All right, check that out right there. Should be down there ready to go for you. And um, who we got here? I skip. No, did I skip anybody? A uh, shout out to I did skip somebody. Uh, Raphael, uh, Jim status, <laughs> Jim status. He says, uh, all men in relationships are being belittled and emasculated on a daily basis. They don't realize it. Uh, they don't realize it's happening because this abuse is subtle, very subtle. The terrorism is mental and emotional, not physical. Also get fit, get money and hit the like button before Lizzo comes and sits on you. But yeah, uh, we, we always talk about that equate forms of abuse. Um, men, you don't see it as abuse or emasculation. We're going to talk about that, retirees. You don't see these things as forms of abuse or emasculation. I think the use of the family court is certainly abuse. It certainly falls in the character uh, category of abuse. Uh, but they, what they do is they, they, um, they, they use the child as the shield. They use the child as a shield. Many times in a situation where Tyrese, the obvious, the obvious conclusion that you would draw, right from this situation, and we'll get to. It. Talk about it. Tyrese is a fully capable parent. He should have joint physical and legal custody of that child. But for somewhere, they lost that. They didn't care about joint physical and legal custody. They were like, nah, let her keep the kid. And then proceeded to say, you need to take care of your kids. Uh, What? How in the world? Wait, where do you get that from? I should at least have half time with the kid. But no, they were like, nah, nah, forget all that. <laughs> but you're going to have to pay for your kids. How dare you, you slime ball? At least when the kid goes over there, they'll have a nice place to live with their mama based on the income you're providing her. <laughs> like time out, bro. Time out. In a, in a logical sense, that would be, that would make sense. But of course, no, these judges got their hands their greasy ass hands in their pockets uh, of the federal government. All of these people are getting kickbacks and it's just an abusive game. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, some, somebody said, uh, let's see. A A AD Austin said, but coach, uh, what about Tyrese paying $11,000 in child support after a four year marriage? Give him the L. He says that woman looks like a soul eater. The writing was there, but he was a simp. And shout out to the men who are of the purple pills persuasion, or we call them over here, the hope strategists. Shout out to the hope strategists in the building who keep telling me, but coach, she thick, but coach, what about this? But coach, you better and hurt. Oh man. I tell you, man, you guys, wow. You guys always have to have an example set. And of course we use celebrities as an example, but to be fair, uh, Tyrese can afford many of these payments that he's going to pay. He's going to be a painful check to write. However, he can afford the payments when you get put on, $1,200 on child support, and you know you can't cover it? Those are the stories that we never hear about. See, if I actually put on a thumbnail, Goofball got $1,200 child support per month. Nobody would care. And neither do we get to see these particular cases, but they happen on a daily basis. And many men just shut up and take this form of abuse. And their kids are held hostage against them. It's a dangerous game. It's a silly game. But uh, it's being played on you on a daily basis. By the way, I've been through the court system. I have an honorary legal degree. Thank you for my ex-spouse who's taken me to so many court hearings. I know the ins and outs and the outs and ends. I might as well be an attorney, but I'm not an attorney. So I do give you this in the form of entertainment, not legal advice. OK, 
that not legal advice. But I've been through the courthouse so many times every year, almost every year since my divorce and many child support hearings, many contempt hearings or a few contempt hearings back child support dealing with the child support system. But that being said, I've seen people getting hemmed up with child support. I've seen so many cases. It's ridiculous here. So I am speaking not from the situation of not knowledge. I've been on child support. I've been on child support. People are trying to put me on child support today, probably for kids I don't even have as DNA kids. And the whole game is to restrict custody from the father and play this game with child support. Right? Uh, a, a very logical person would say, no, nah, I'm not going to split time with the parents. Um, uh, the father has equal time with the kids. No, they always going to pull this. Nope, I'm going to keep the kids. And then they go to their child support. Can I tell you how it works before we get into what they do is say, they build a case. They build a case for them to keep custody. And then once they've won that, then they run to the child support. <laughs> You're like, and you saw it coming. You were like, I see what's coming here. I see what you're doing. Well, the kids need to stay with me and they're better here and the school's here and the friends. And the, they come up with every damn excuse in the book. And many men agree, okay, yeah, all right, we'll do that. And then she runs her ass down to child support and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Was that what you were trying to do the entire time? Well, by then it's too late, gentlemen. By then it's too late. She's won the game. She's moved the chess piece into checkmate, and now she's checkmated your ass. She guilted you or shamed you into having the kid. Well, do you want your kids to go back and forth? Or they'll say things like, uh, the kids would be more suited in being one home, and then you can have them for holidays and vacations, summer vacations, and they'll find a way to screw you over on that. And then you'll be like, okay, yeah, you know, the kids shouldn't go back and forth too much. Why don't they stay at the home during during the week? Why don't they stay at your home during the week? And I'll just take alternating weekends and a couple of dinners. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And you thinking about all the peace leave you about to slay out there. Well, let me give you a bit of advice. You ain't going to slay no peace leave because you're going to be broke. Because as soon as you agree to that, she's going to run down the child support with the agreement that you agreed to on a handshake deal, thinking that she had the best interests of the kids in mind. And then she's going to run down the child support and say, I have the kids more than he does. Give me some money. I got money. And you're like, <laughs> to be like, then you're going to be too broke to go get no peace leave. Because after they get done with you in child support, you ain't going to have no date money. You ain't going to have no tender money. You ain't going to have no seeking arrangement money. You ain't going to have no money. Okay. Trust me when I say these things. I know uh, people want to claim that they give the best information related to this topic. Guys, I've been through the ringer on this one. <laughs> I've seen all the manipulative games played on this one. I know. I got the info on this one. I got the insight. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a crazy thing. Let me go to Venmo. He says, oh, my friends overcharged me doubles up. He says, uh, he says you got to take that stream earlier today off YouTube and put it on the members live stream. That joint has too many gems. All right. Yes, I was giving away. I, you know, on the blue chip mindset, I give away way too much game to you guys. I hope you guys appreciate it. Give me my flowers before it's too late. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm looking at what this fan's doing. All right. It ain't blowing on me. Pause. All right. Shout out to Albert Egan. Much with love and respect. And uh, my friends overcharged me says, ask, ask my friend's dad. He's a very successful dentist and he's a brother. And a few years ago about what I should invest in. He literally said the same as you. 
Before you invest in anything or any entity or business or anyone, you must invest in yourself. And he says, CGA be knowing in the building. Yes, uh, I'm in your uncle. I'm your surrogate brother. I'm your daddy. Many of you, I'm your daddy. Many of you, I didn't have your single mother 10 toes up. And I can say that for certain in my debaucherous days on Tinder. Many of you guys, I have visited your house when you had custody. You was in the custody of your father that weekend. We don't want to talk about that. And it wasn't a good time in my life. So I'm not bragging. <laughs> I'm not bragging. But it is what it is. I'm your cousin and all of that stuff. I'm your black brother, strong brother. <laughs> all right, where are we at? Uh, first part of the show. Oh, I wanted to remind you. Hey, check this out. I wanted to remind you, CGA, Coach Stradamus is on it 100%. I don't want you to ever doubt me ever again. I get tired of you people doubting me. Let's go ahead and show you this. Everybody saw this, right? Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom, as also known as the future president of the United States of America, potentially in 2024. Uh, Governor Gruesome Newsom. Um, let me hit the buzzer first right quick. New, 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 new world order. A.K.A. Nancy Pelosi's godson. He recently has been in charge. You know what I mean? I had to get out of California with him in power. He's just, it's just too much. Well, you know that uh, California has been the lead in banning gas-powered vehicles. I talked about gas-powered vehicles extensively the last few days, stating my case that it's a trap. But that's neither here nor there. I had a couple of people say, what are you talking about? Not so in several states probably blue states, will follow California's lead in banning gas-powered vehicle sales by 2035. But of course, nobody wanted to listen to me the other day when I was giving you clear warning shots. You thought I was talking out the side of my neck. But let me tell you what happened here. This was August 30th, 2022. August 30th, 2022. Today's August 31st, 2022. So it is the next day. Can I tell you what happened the next day in California? Californians told not to charge electric cars days after California's sale, gas car sales ban. Oh, are you kidding me? Let me get this straight. You guys are going to move into some. And guys, I'm from California, so I know what's going on here. It's a heat wave. When the heat goes up, they start having blackouts and they have to, the grid gets hot and they start rationing out electric uh, electricity out there. So let me get this straight. In the state that they're going to ban gas vehicles and go to solely electric vehicles by 20 and 35. The next day, you're told, don't charge up your car today. We're going to run out of resources. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, let's go ahead and give Grav Governor Gravin Newsom. That's an L. That's an L. I'm letting y'all know, man. I see it coming a mile away. <laughs> Jesus. It is what it is, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You guys were like, well, I'll just charge mine during the day at McDonald's. They'll certainly have a port. 
All right. Remember all those goofy excuses y'all guys gave me? Oh, well, what I'll do is what I'll do is yuck, yuck, yuck. All right. Now you're looking at me like. <laughs> by the way, he'll be the president of the United States by the time that catastrophe uh, approaches California. He'll be the president by then. So it'll be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway. Let's get to this next quick story real quick. Um, this guy right here, speaking of younger woman, and then we'll get into Leonardo DiCaprio. There's a black brother, strong brother. He's 33 years old. He's still a young man in my book, but it is what it is. 33-year-old man shares his experiences on why he loves the junior college right here. Younger women age 21 to 25. I see I'm rubbing off on the public. Y'all getting comfortable out here talking about the junior college. And let me just say, y'all wasn't comfortable before I was out here talking about it. And I don't want to hear that y'all don't know about me. I got 200, 300,000 subscribers here on this damn platform. I love when people don't want to drop my name, but I've had a great impact on culture. Okay. I'm in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I'm in the Urban Dictionary. People are comfortable. I hear, I be hearing some of these videos that go viral. I'll be like, that sounds like what I said. That sounds like what I said in 2019, but that's neither here nor there. I, listen, I don't need all the credit. But um, men are getting comfortable out here telling these people they don't like sloppy yogurt no more. They want it young, fresh, and green. All right. <laughs> hey, man, put some respect on my name. I'm in the Urban Dictionary, for God's sakes. I've, 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 I've donated to this particular sphere here. All right, what is he talking about? Let's hear this brother right here. I fucking love young women. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to his teeth, though? All right, hold on. We ain't going to talk about his teeth. Uh, let's see here. He's like, I love the junior college. <laughs> Between 21 and 25. 21. Woo! 21 and 25. You're 33. I'm 33 years old. I don't even, so, I don't even see. I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's me. I don't see that as a huge age difference, especially when you're taking the farther in 25 and 33. I don't see that as a big age difference. That's literally eight years. I don't see that as a big age difference. 21 and 22, potentially uh, for a 33. I don't even see that as a big deal. I mean, both of these people are young in my book, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they're acting like this dude said 15, 16, 17. That's what they, they acting like. They acting like, and by the way, I've been warning you guys. I've been telling you, actually, for if you're an older millennial, your generation of women is Gen Z. You should be selected. I mean, I think mate selection would be much better, although there's data that will justify this and be against this. I think partners will be better, especially for women's benefit, for women's benefit, when the age gap is smaller i mean wider they're gonna say no because they're gonna be manipulated they won't have control and that's what they're worried about but look at this woman's face she got the yuck mouth face on going on here and i will remind you this i'm gonna remind you this woman who's looking just like this this is what men have to understand all her life she's dated older men i'm just gonna tell you that right now Somebody says, it's true, bro. He says, so many people have stolen from CGA and haven't given me zero credibility. They won't even mention my name on their show because they know. But um, here it is right there. This woman has dated older men all her life, if not slightly older 
to some older. She's fornicated with older men. She's tried it. She went through that period. Well, I'm 25, and these 25-year-old men, they're immature. And she bounced up to a 33, 34, maybe a 40-year-old man, if not older than that. If she needed her rent due, Your rent's due motherfucker. this woman definitely has had one or two trysts with a married man or a man older, 40, 45, 50. Absolutely true if she really was going to be honest, and many women do. And if you take it back to when she was in high school, Almost all the boys that she dealt with were slightly older. So I'm actually confused as to why women are always trying to be repulsed by the fact that men like younger women, and it is always older women that are repulsed, when in fact, when you were younger, older women, you dated older men. Stop. I'm. It's absolutely nauseating, and I know it. I don't want to hear, not me, coach. Yes, you. <laughs> okay? You have. Just like you may say you never cheated, sometimes you have been the other woman, meaning you were part of a cheating process. I don't want to hear it. Not me, coach. Many of the women that you do know have been, so I don't want to hear it. Let's stop playing like we're young and innocent. Anyway. It's been the best fucking experience. I think I know why. The best experience. Why? Like oh, yeah. Oh. So he's saying it's been the best experience. He's been freed. He's freed as a man because once you don't give a F and you start doing what you want to do and getting your pleasures and getting your needs met, you're free. You stop banging sloppy yogurt and so soggy women. So now I think I know why. You know why you know why? Because you've done it. Yeah. Well, I think I know why. Exactly. Let's go ahead and hear why you know why. I think I know why. The best experience. Like... These women typically very malleable, right? Malleable. Very, <laughs> very cooperative, extremely cooperative, right? With Kevin Samuels Jr. Exciting. <laughs> listen, listen. For sure. No, no, let me tell oh, you. There, there you go. Everything's Kevin Samuels. He made it everything up. But let's continue. No hate. No shade. Because it just, I mean, I'm just being very honest about my experience. Like, they don't have many negative experiences. So they do truly give you grace. Okay, um, a lot of women are disgusted by this particular guy. Again, I don't see the age difference being that great. You know, maybe if your daughter's doing it, potentially you might be, huh? But uh, what he's saying is true. A lot of men want to give to women. We naturally want to give to women. We naturally want to show women good things. And with that being said, what tends to happen is any woman that we're with, we want to be the first to give her an experience, not just in the bedroom, okay? not just in the bedroom. We want to give them an experience. So when we take them out to a restaurant, many times we don't want to take them to a restaurant only for her to say, I've been here before with three other men on dates. We don't want to hear that. If I take you on a vacation, and I'm not just talking about if I'm a purple or blue pill guy. If I take you on a vacation, I don't want to hear when you came with your sugar daddy. I don't want to hear when the last NFL guy took you on the vacation. I don't want to hear it. Because I'm spending significant money. I'm, this is a favor I'm doing for you. I want it to be a new experience. And as such, if I do it with the woman in her 40s, likelihood, high likelihood, she's done there. She's been there, done that. And it's not exciting for us anymore. So many times we want to take someone who's not had an experience to experience something because we hope she appreciates it. 
if I take a woman to Mastro's and she's been there 50, 11 times, I did not give her the experience that she wanted or she des deserved and that I wanted to give her, right? I'm not there for me. We're there for you. And so this is what he's talking about. He's like, you, she's been there, done that. You've already experienced things. So we want to give something, something to someone new. Um, now, that's what you hope. So, and he also talked about malleable. Yes, cooperative. Yes. And he said another word there at the end that I can't remember. So um, this is what happens. I think once people get older, I, I'm of the opinion that old people were not designed to date. I will keep mentioning this. You old people have to understand this and understand good. There was never meant to be a time where us old ass people, and I'm including myself, should be out here talking about and wondering about the crazy dating marketplace. You know what we were supposed to be doing? Raising our kids and preparing to raise our grandkids. This is what we were supposed to be doing. I mean, if in a sense, if you believe in monogamy, this is what we're supposed to be doing. However, divorce rate super high. Divorce aids, divorcing men at an 80% clip, jumping back in the marketplace. And they're like, I, why, are these, uh, why are these men, they suck out here? How come these men don't want to commit? Well, you shouldn't have been here in the first place. Your old ass should have been sitting your ass down, all right, in a rocking chair in Savannah, Georgia, drinking sweet tea, watching your grandkids play. That's what you should have been doing. But you trying to be hoeing in these streets. In these streets. See, this is a problem. You weren't supposed to be here. How did you get here? You wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> right? You wasn't supposed to be here. But now you done screwed up the game. You done screwed up and put all these divorce men out here. And now you guys wondering why it ain't working. Will you old people sit your ass down, especially the women? Now, men, head your ass out to the junior college should you get divorced and go get you some of them young Malleville creatures out here. <laughs> that's my opinion on the dating marketplace there's far too many old raggedy ass people out here trying to make relationships work go sit y'all's asses down everybody every single one of you old people and when i say old over 38 go sit down you got kids to raise out here raise your damn kids on something other than dino chicken nuggets and tombstone pizzas and macaronis and cheese why don't you guys stop ordering pizza every day for your four uh, knucklehead, nappy-headed kids coming for football practice. Why don't you guys raise your kids? I'm tired of this dating marketplace complaining, everybody from 38 to 55. If y'all don't sit y'all's asses down and let these young people live a dream, you're ruining it for everybody else. Trying to get your damn save the last dance. You're trying to get your damn fairy tale fulfilled. No. But by the way, thanks for divorcing me. I'm enjoying the junior college myself. <laughs> Raise your damn kids. You guys getting child support and you out here trying to date and double dipping and then wondering why nobody commits to you and you got four kids. There's people out here with four raggedy ass kids and they out here running around. Why these men won't commit? Because you got four kids. But nobody wants to tell you this truth. Well, what's wrong with that? Because you you raggedy. That's why. I don't want to care for your four kids. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I hate when they say that. Well, 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 speaking of, let's get to Leonardo DiCaprio. I wish people, I'm trying to tell people what to do here, but you guys can't get it. And, and, and be that as it may, I'm just letting you guys know. What I'm just letting you guys know, 
you're not even successful at it. It, it was, it's not as if you're successful at it. See, your counter argument would be, well, I'm having success at it. You're wrong. You're actually out here fumbling through life. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Right? These relationships very rarely ever work out. Why? Because you're not supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be here. I tried that love thing for the last time. <laughs> My heart said no, no. You wasn't supposed to be here. Sit your ass down. Anyway, <laughs> go learn how to make tea. Go learn how to cook. Go learn how to make Thanksgiving. I'm tired of these old sexy women. Don't I still look sexy? I still got it. I'm tired of you mothball smelling. Would, would you go sit down? <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Deborah Cox. I can see the lumps and all the clumps of cellulite clumped up. You you trying to hide it from me. I'm not, I, I see it. I'm not, I'm not impressed. All right, stop trying to fool me because you done packed in. I'm just, <laughs> all right, let me stop here. People are going to be mad at me. And I don't mean to, this is the only way you hear this. If you're over 38 and you have kids, go sit down. Sit down and focus on your kids, all right? Forget about it. Stop dating. When your kids turn of age and they move out of your house, then go ahead and go out there and do it. By that time, you'll be 57 years old, throwing Hail Marys. Don't have big expectations. Just tired. <laughs> he says, time for the record deal. All right, anyway. Last point here that I want to show you. Oh, Coach Radamus is at it again. Remember this? Dubra who? I Don't try that. I know you're messing with me. Dubra, you know who. Here it is right here. Remember I told you about this yesterday? Coach Radamus at it again. Remember that woman, the, the, the volleyball player from Duke? I told you this might be a hoax. Let's see if they have her picture. Oh, now they want, they want to hide her picture now. Now they want to hide her picture. Where that black girl at? Where that sister, soul sister? Soul sister. Now they want to hide it. Remember that I was called racist names all through the volleyball game at BYU over there in, in, in Utah? Near Orem in Provo? All these white people there, and they were calling me the N-word. Now come to find out, come to find out, Look what happening. Now they don't even have no evidence of it happening. And I don't want to hear that they're hiding the details. I don't want to hear they trying to obviously is the police trying to hide the details. The police was there next to the bench and he didn't hear one iota of one racial word, nor was he told that there was people saying racist stuff. But of course, we went juicy Smullett. I called it out yesterday. So did um. there was another brother that called it out. Oh, gosh, I forgot his name. He's the sports guy, the black sports guy. He called it out. And now people jumping on the bandwagon. I covered this yesterday. I was like, this don't smell right. It don't sound right. I've been involved in college athletics. I know. And I saw the video of the game. I'm like, no, nah, man, you're going to tell me that somebody's going to pull that off in 2022 without someone recording it. He's just going to be saying ninja, ninja, ninja the entire game. Nobody going to record it on the cell phone. Nobody going to report him. You know what I'm saying? So flatback Kaylee's would have reported that. They wouldn't have been all sitting in here. Yes, we believe it. But you go ahead and say, come on, man. Jason Whitlock. Yeah, shout out to Jason Whitlock. I called it. 
The fan who was banned by BYU does not appear to have yelled slurs at the volleyball game, campus police said. I'm told you, I told you, man, this 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 is an election year. You have you have her, she was getting her ass kicked and she was serving the ball all out of bounds. All right. They was getting a ass kicked and she needed an excuse as to her performance. This is alleged. Unbelievable. And now she should be penalized. She's embarrassed the entire her university. She's embarrassed BYU. She should be kicked off the team. If this is true, she should be kicked off the team, dropped from every class. She should be reprimanded, and she should be paying back whatever BYU and the University of Utah lost because the next game was at the University of Utah, and they had to move the entire game for this one straggle. And here it is, Duke University once again taking an L. They had this happen before. This is why my spidey senses were tingling when I heard this story to begin with. False alligators added again, and this is just as just as despicable as a false allegation for a grape or an assault or what have you. It's despicable. If she has been found to have made these allegations up because her pride was hurt, this is another indicator that people without male leadership will do dumb things. I cannot wait to be proven true on this one. All right, there better be a videotape. There got to be somebody that videoed the guy. And even the guy that got kicked out, they were like, yeah, we kicked him out, but it wasn't for that. They just had to give a, a sacrificial lamb for that one. Mm-mm-mm. Coach Adamas was on it again. I don't play when it comes to these things. I know people don't like me. I'm 99% the truth. And that's pretty much the best you're going to get in this world today. Lying. They be lying. All right. I don't have to believe every time somebody open their mouth, especially when it comes to racism, because to me, to be overtly racist today is almost, I mean, there's too much white guilt going on. White folks going to try to shut that down right off the way. <laughs> Nobody wants to be a part of that. Not even white folk. They like, oh, what? Uh, they be, they, listen, they like, we ain't in this. My name is Bennett and my ain't in it. I'm not in it. So they don't, they're going to shut that down from the beginning. Uh, you know, they ain't going for that. So you're going to tell me in front of 6,000 people, he's just going to be letting it off the whole game, but I'll be, nah, I want to see the video there. It has to be video. This is the video age. Uh, anyway, absolutely crazy. Somebody said, because it's true. It's true. What? I mean, it was believable because it's Utah, but I lived in Utah. So you can't, you can't get over on me. Them people are do-gooders, right? Sure. They might. Anybody's capable of racism, even in the case that we talked about, the the godmother was the racist. She was the true racist, and she was actually pointed out to be racist. That went over everybody's head. You guys gave it a pass. She was out here being racist this and racist that on Twitter. Nobody said nothing except for me. However, I lived in Utah. And them some nice white women, by the way. Oh, man, I've been in every cook, hook, uh, nook and cranny of Utah. I've been in places in Utah. I would never suggest that you go. You'll be shocked. You go to a Walmart and you see the women with the traditional modest dresses, four wives walking in. You go somewhere and somewhere in Delta, Utah. Yeah, I've been to some places in Utah. You go out there and like, whoa, yeah, am I in a time machine? This is absolutely crazy. Anyway, 
Now, if you would have said Arkansas, I went to the Arkansas University of Arkansas, I would have believed it. Utah, they ain't got no time to be racist. <laughs> They're not going to let you sleep with them, though, but it, no. <laughs> All right, I've been to the nooks and crannies of Utah. All right, uh, anyway, Salt Lake City's pretty, pretty much not what you would think it is. I lived in, I lived near Salt Lake City. I lived in Sandy, actually. Sandy, Utah. Shout out to everybody in Draper and Sandy, Utah. On the east side of town. You want to live on the east side, not the west side. No, I'm just joking. All right, anyway. Oh, boy. We got to get these uh, super chatters going here. VMAD is in the building. Yes, indeed, on PayPal. VMAD is in the building. We're going to cover Tyrese here in a minute. Two-hour show I'm aiming for. VMAD is in the building. Women never give up playing spin the bottle as long as there's men willing to play. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is what it is. So when it comes to that spit the bottle and all of these things, the dirty details, the reason why women don't aren't telling you what they do is because you'll, you'll judge them. So this is why you'll never get the truth of the stuff that they've done. But guys, I'm on the dark side, so I see what they're doing at young ages. And I'm like, damn, this is somebody's future wife. Oh, well, time to unwrap this. Take it off. <laughs> I'm like, this is somebody's future wife. Poor guy. He'll never know. Mr. Coach Graybeard is all over her. I see too much, man. You got to be on the dark side. If you're still in purple pill or a blue pill haze, you'll never see it. He said they getting their legs pinned behind their ears for cash. And rent's due right now. Your rent's due, motherfucker. When you see it, you can't unsee it. You're like, wow, damn, some some poor sap is going to walk you down the aisle. <laughs> some poor sap is going to say, I'm the luckiest man alive. Some man's going to say, I want you to have all my babies. And she's going to be standing there looking at his ass like, mm -hmm, just go ahead and sign right there. Yeah, uh -huh, sign it up. Got him. That's exactly what she's going to be looking like right there. She's like, yeah, um, I'm a virgin. Like a virgin. He sign right here. Yeah, go ahead and sign right there. Yeah, I'm a good girl. I'm not like those other girls. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's going to be a sad, sad day for you, man. But it's all right. You believe in love. If it is in love. All right. Deadly Ellie, as a monk, with no time for potential baby mamas. He says, a woman bought me a drink today and I pat her head and said, you're such a good woman. All right, man. Women are doing the approach thing on, on you now. They can smell it. They're desperate. The economy is crashing. Remember, we've been trying to warn you guys of this day and it's here. Shout out to Loud, Pock Loud Pockets. Shout out to you, brother. Leonardo DiCaprio is my spirit animal, Sean. He says, I'm taking a different junior college chick out this Friday for drinking and axe throwing. I'm 31 and look young. So, yeah. And you deserve an insanely hot junior college chick. All right. Shout out to you and him, a metaphile. Shout out to the metaphiles out here. Oh, we haven't colored Leo yet. All right. Sorry about that. Shout out to Moose Hefner. Is this Moose Hefner? Yes. Moose Hefner says, can you play that Bronny James clip from Twitter? Um, oh, I know which. Okay, I was like, which one? 
I know what you're talking about here. Oh, man, Bronny James, I don't know what he was on. He was high off the weed. Bronny James went on a very profane lace red pill moment. He's more red pill than you know. Let's hear what he had to say here. A pretty face. Do Listen up, motherfucker. It's time to make a PSA. Just because she has a pretty face does not mean she has pretty heart. These bitches don't give a fuck about all right. Hey, hey, all right, all right. Bitch, uh-oh. They want to hurt a nigga heart before they even give you your heart. Uh-oh, he hurt. He hurt. <laughs> he hurt. Oh, man, who hurt this young man already? Ladies, you see what you do to these guys? Y'all didn't hurt Bronny James. Boy, a man can't get no far, man. Bronny James already bitter and hurt. Unbelievable. Well, him better and him hurt. You want to see your shit break apart? Fuck! I can't play that part. These hoes. It happens. These bitches ain't got no money. Trying not some. Trying not some. All they want to do is smoke your motherfucking weed away. <laughs> he too young to be hurt. Man, who hurt this man? Ladies, you see what you do to these guys. Oh, man. Damn. He already bitter and hurt. Damn, and he got money. He got LeBron James billionaire money. All right, shout out to him. He had too many curses. I didn't realize there were so many curses in there. Who got to this guy already? Ladies, y'all be hurting men way early. I know you guys want to say, who hurt you? Guys, let's, let's tell them. Let's just have a moment here. Let's just have a moment here. Let's just have a moment of truth. We have to be truthful and honest here. Most of us been hurt, and I'm going to just been hurt way early in the game. I know we don't want to show it. We don't want to say it. I know the PUAs are going to make fun of you. I know everybody's going to say, see, we told you you've been hurt. Most of us been hurt real bad by a woman early. Early in life. Early in life. <laughs> like, early, bro. Like, uh, I know there's guys who are like, see, you guys can get over the girl that broke your heart in high school dudes have been they had they heart ripped right out of they damn chest cavity early <laughs> not even so i mean annihilated had his little you know what i mean you was trying your head was bigger than your whole body now i know the guys that were you know the chad and tyrone campus even they got hurt but they don't want to admit it Right. Dudes got hurt junior high school, high school, late high school, senior year, college. All right. We had to drag hurt with us. We had to drag the hurt all the way until we finally met the one. Oh, baby, you ain't going to hurt me, are you? I'm going to give you my heart. You're going to be like something in my heart. Something in my heart has got me hooked on you. Now, what the women are going to say. What the women are going to say is we've been hurt too. Men hurt us too. Unfortunately, ladies, I don't even want to reiterate this. Most of the men that hurt you were men you were sharing. It's the top tier percent. It's the top 20, 30% of men that did you dirty. And I was in that range. You know what I mean? I did some girls dirty. I hurt some hearts too. 
but nothing like women. We, guys, the, the same thing that we do to older women now and we laugh at them and talk about they soggy booty. Look at that soggy booty. You run around here, saggy booty like the cookie monster. All right, you look at that. We laughing at them. Ladies, that's what y'all used to do to us. We used to do, y'all used to do that to us all through junior high. We developing, we trying to get our bird chest swole up. Y'all laughed at us, especially sisters. Sisters, y'all get everything y'all deserve. I will never feel sorry for the damage that men have been inflicted by you. All right. And when they turn it on you, I don't feel bad at all because y'all deserve it. 100%. Y'all, we, y'all was getting dudes early. You remember when you went to church? And them girls get into the cackling hens on you and they turn on you and they call you names and nappy headed and ashy. <laughs> We've all been there. And they just sat there and laughed. And, <laughs> and you was just sitting there trying to just, oh, man. Hey, look, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm a truthful guy. And there's got all of y'all been through this. So I don't want to hear this. All of y'all been through this, especially if you were awkward or nerdy. You listen to heavy metal. You weren't on the basketball team. Oh, you got it hard. You didn't get your hair cut. You know what I mean? Your single mother didn't take you to the barbershop. So you had the BDBs all in your hair. Your hairline was crooked. Your afro, you had a TWA, a teeny weeny afro. Your body odor was out of control. Your breath stank. You breathed through your mouth. You had crooked teeth. Oh, man, them sisters, man. They laid into your ass. Every chance they got. Every single chance they got. And guess what? They didn't let off. Every day they see you, they sniggling. <laughs> they just a sniggling. <laughs> they loud with it. <laughs> y'all was enjoying yourself, weren't y'all? Y'all was enjoying yourself, weren't y'all? See, remember when y'all was 16? Remember y'all was 20 and 21 when we ran into the damn cafeteria at the college and we was broke and we was wearing the same jeans we wore the last 18 days and y'all was sniggling at us and laughing and running to the dude with the Cadillac Escalade with the spree roll rims and I didn't have one. I was driving a Honda Civic and y'all was just a <laughs> when we went to the club and y'all was, oh, we remember all that. But now, it's payback time. The big payback. <laughs> oh, the big payback is here. When you talk about my rundown turnover shoes, remember my shoes was turned over? Yeah, you was talking about my turnover shoes. And that's all the shoes I had. Yeah, sisters. <laughs> it's the payback time. And when you mad that dude's paying you back, What's wrong with these men? Who hurt them? Oh, we remember. I'm opening up some wounds. Y'all going to need some therapy after this. Y'all going to need some therapy. But the reality is, to be 100% honest, this is true. It's true. And nobody cares. Now you want us to take our foot off the gas. Now that y'all over here crippled, hunchback, broke, dusty, two baby daddies. Right? Rents due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, we ain't forgetting. I'm going to remember. So when I'm over here with flatbacks, 22-year-old flatbacks, sitting on my lap at the Raiders game, and you looking at me all funky, 
You know how they get that funky look like this? They be looking at you like this. Him, him a metaphile. Him like white women and Asian women and Latino women. Yeah, I remember. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> and white women, y'all not excluded from this either. I mean, none of y'all are excluded. excluded. So when y'all running around here and my man left me and I'm 44 years old, I want to be a power couple. Yeah, when y'all running around doing this, yeah, who hurt me? Yeah, they running around here looking like Snoop Dogg when I'm at the Raider game, front row seats. All right, Kaylee flatback in tow, and they looking at me like this, and the Pearl Blacks looking at me sideways. Where's my picture of the hater face? They giving me the face like this. Where is it at? Did I delete it? Oh, no, there it is right there. They looking at me like this. They like, huh? Him think him special. Him think him, him. Him, him, mama black. <laughs> him, mama black. Him must have forgot. Him could go overseas. I don't care if y'all go overseas. We gonna go overseas too. Him think him gonna go overseas and find him a good woman. Him must be gay. Nah, we remember. We got, we are remembering. Anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed all that. Oh. Uh. All right, let's get, dude, we, didn't even, we haven't even covered Leonardo DiCaprio. There he is with his flat back. All right, there he is with his flat back right there, Leonardo DiCaprio with his dead, dad body right here. All right, he's got his dad bod. He's rich. He got money. He definitely got money. I got money. He running around with flat backs of all ages, but as long as they're not over 25. Leonardo DiCaprio trolled over breakup with 25-year-old Camilla Maroney, I believe it is right here. And the internet never forgets. As you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, and I showed you the chart. Where's the chart? Oh, hold on for a second. Um, the chart goes something like this, and somebody has tracked this long, long time ago, that Leonardo DiCaprio does not date women over the age of 25, no matter what his age is. So there's his age here on this axis. As he goes in age, the women get younger and younger every day. Oh, and he ain't got no shame for it, y'all. He ain't got no shame. He at the junior college flat backed it. It is what it is. Deal with it. <laughs> All right. He like deal with it. Hold on for a second. Where is it at? Let's make it larger. That's what she said. And I'm telling you guys, be unapologetic about this. This is what I do. All right. This is my life. This is my life rule. I don't care what you think about it. The best age is 21 to 25. Once you go over that, it's a gamble. It's a risk. It's a significant risk. Now, I can play or I can practice in that age, but anything that you're going to be seeing out, if you're going to be seeing out with me, you're going to have to be definitely in this age range. So if you look here, every one of his girlfriends, he dumps their ass right before they hit that 25. So here it is right here, Giselle Bunchen, Tom Brady's leftovers. Right here, he got her when he was 24, she was 18. Then he went over and dumped her at 23. All right. He was like, you getting a little bit too old now, baby. And then he went to bar Raphael, another model. He got her at 20. And then when she turned 25, dumped her out of here. Then Blake Lively, he got her when she was 23. But at that time, he's now 36. He stayed with Blake. I'm uh, sorry. Blake Lively. It looks like one year, 20, 36, 23. Then he got with 
Aaron Heatherton. She was 22. He was 37. Oh, that was it. He turned her ass in. He, she was like, you're approaching it. Tori Garn. I can't even know what that is. 20. 38. There's nothing wrong with this, guys. Unless it's your daughter. All right. But anyway. Here we go. 2021. Hello. <laughs> him a metaphile. All right. Him definitely a metaphile. Hey, man. Shout out to Leo. Here's Kelly R. He got her when she was 25, and he only stayed. It says three ill-fated partners reached Leo's apparent max age limit. He got her at 25 and said, baby, I'm here for a short time, not a long time. Get out. <laughs> he got with Nina. He got to him with Nina, that Latina. He got her at 24, but he's 40. As you see, when he's gotten older, he's actually reached up because he started with a 20-year-old here. He was like, that's a little too young. But uh, he started off at 40, 41 with a 25-year-old she la or 24. She lasted till 25. He gave her the boot. Get out. He's like, now back to the youngins. He's 42. Got him a 20-year-old. He was like, hello. And he kept her until she turned 25. He was like, get out. He was like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> Yo, you got to love it. <laughs> He kept her at least for five years. All right, but he was like, you know what? You're 25, baby. You got to go. You got to go. Look at right here. He broke up with her right at 25. You got to love it. Let's give him a round of applause. Leonardo DiCaprio's winning the game. And you got to say, his homie Brad Pitt ain't winning the game. His homie Tro George Clooney ain't winning the game. They all got married and look at them now. All right, look at them now. And Leo's like, bruh, I'm winning. Turn them in at 25. Would you listen, gentlemen? Would you listen? Turn them in at 25. <laughs> he only leasing. And yo, I guarantee you he's a bisexual. B-U-Y sexual. Yo, he leasing them. He like, yo, let me turn this bad boy in. Let me get a new one with that new car smell. <sighs> Dude, would you look? It actually makes complete sense. <sighs> Young and fresh. <laughs> All right. It says he looks like a total Maroni. No, he don't. He looked like a genius. The internet was set ablaze when the news broke Tuesday that Leonardo DiCaprio and his much younger girlfriend. Oh boy, wow. His much younger girlfriend. Camila Maroney reportedly split after four years of dating. Twitter users immediately trolled 47-year-old DiCaprio, who is said to only date women under 25. Hello. <laughs> that fresh piping hot piece is a piece. Leave. I love it. He says over his inevitable. Okay, whatever. She turned 25 in June. He at least gave her a couple of months. Uh, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio hated 9-11 so much that he can't even date a woman who even remembers it. Did that even occur to you? One Twitter user said, what does this mean right here? Hey, hey, happy birthday, old keezer. Okay, anyway, um, it says right here, maybe Leonardo feels bad for all the women who can't rent cars until they're 25 and is actually a really good guy. Did that ever occur to you? Here it is, Leonardo DiCaprio when his girlfriend reaches 25 years of age. And it says right here. 
Oh, hell no, man. Oh, Leo. Shout out to Leo, man. Don't take this, man. Leonardo DiCaprio wants his girlfriend's brain finishes developing. Yeah, baby. Bye-bye. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh-oh, she a flat back, too. Goodbye. Nah, 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 nah. Tom Brady will come wipe it up. Here she is. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You see, she ain't got no BBL, and she got Leo. BBLs are for broke ninjas. <laughs> Three things are certain in life. Death, taxes, and Leonardo DiCaprio breaking up with his girlfriend before her prefrontal cortex has developed. Come on, man. All right, I know brothers are like, that's a little bit too skinny for me. All right, so they're trolling him right there. And uh, it is what it is. It says Leonardo DiCaprio when the woman he's dating turns 25. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Hey, never be ashamed of uh, this particular thing here. It is what it is, y'all. Uh, anyway, great story there. We won't stay too long on that story. Great story. Um, and I, I've adopted this strategy for the most part. For the most part. There are some practices. There are some women that, that that are in practice. But I've adapted this, and I've been much, much more happy as a man dealing with women. I know, although, you know, they're, they're annoying too. Let me see something. Who texted me? All right. My son texted me. Oh, man. <laughs> he says, I'll take a couple of flatbacks to go. I'm with it. I'm with it. They had this one girl. They kept bragging about on twitter as well i don't remember her name but it's like i don't know i've I've done a story on her i feel like it's a light-skinned black woman and she's twerking her little chicken cutlet body and everybody's going nuts over it but she got tattoos all over her body and i'm like oh what's her name anybody know it begins with a c it's like chloe something or Corey something Corey something she all over twitter today every time i scroll my oh yeah koi koi Laray. She looking like a piece of chicken cutlet out here trying to twerk with that little ass. I'm like, what are we doing? Twerking's disgusting. To me, it's a disgusting dance. Unless you do it in a playful way. And people have to understand, when they be all serious looking, I'm like, <laughs> Koi Ray. Let me pull her up. Koi, wait a minute. This is how I'm going to get in trouble here on YouTube. I'm not going to show you her twerking, but everybody's going crazy on it. I'll just show you a clip here. I'll show. Uh oh. I'll just show you a picture. Like everybody's like, oh, yeah. But I see them tattoos on her back. I'm like, oh. I'm like this. Disgusting. Ugh. Oh, it's Benzino's da- daughter. Okay, she's Latina. And she got a black and mild in her hand. Disgusting. Ugh. She flatbacked it, though. If she wasn't looking like that, I would be on it. I'd be body about it. But she got a black and mild in her hand. Y'all really got some low standards out here. <laughs> Y'all do got some low standards out here, man. Listen, I might smack. Ugh. I don't know. Look. I mean, look. Tattoo everywhere, bro. I mean. Mm. 
man. God damn, man. I tell you, bro. I'm a, I'm a classic for sure. I can't take it. Oh, somebody hitting that. And I might hit. But she, ugh, disgusting. Anyway, I kept seeing it on my Instagram. I was like, why is everybody posting about that? I only follow 100 people on Instagram. I'm like, why do I keep seeing this woman looking like chicken cutlet? She's setting you up. Yeah, that's the that's definitely a setup. She got black and mild. Let me smoke this black and mild with you. No. Mm. Hey, can you stop at the liquor store at the corner store? Stop at the corner store. I gotta pick up something. <laughs> All right, anyway. I'm a classist, yes. Uh, where are we at? Deadly Ellie, he says, I'm a little worried at first, but the Leo DiCaprio macking method remains undefeated. Give me the return of the Mac song, and I don't have it, but yes. Leonardo DiCaprio's got it figured out. He's got a lane, and he's living it, and he's probably never going to bust this particular lane. Coach JR, he says, was working in court today. A guy got charged on an offense 30 years ago. The offense was 30 years ago. As a medical, uh, and had medical evidence saying he didn't do the sexual assault. Okay. And all she had to say is he touched my privates. Didn't even remember anything else. That's all she said. And he got found guilty while out here in Kami, Canada. Damn, 30. Wow, man. Okay, another instance is of um, he didn't pay. He didn't pay. I mean, she don't even remember it. It doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter if you remember it. She remembers it. She doesn't know details. We saw Brett Kavanaugh. Um, it doesn't matter. As long as they can make the claim, you're forever going to be known at that. It's, man, what a shame. All right, zero fallout. Leo still remembers Rose not scooting over on that cabinet when the Titanic sank. There was room for both of them. He's not simping no more. Yeah, he did. Rose was like, uh -huh, why don't you stay down there? And when he froze up, she pushed his ass off the cabinet. He was like, <laughs> oh, man, Albert Ingram, they say men like younger women so they can control them. And older men don't like older women because they can see through them and can't be manipulated. And there's no way to manipulate them unless you're really a weak guy. But uh, women don't want to be controlled. Obviously, that's the one thing they want to avoid. So this is why they come up with stuff like power couple, equal partnership equal responsibility around the house, um, you know, uh, situation because then you can't control them in per se. You can't tell them, no, you can't pull them back in check. Once you agree to an equal partnership, you lose all position as a man and authority as a man. And when the shit hits the fan or if the shit hits the fan, she's going to immediately reveal that she doesn't want it to be equal. You now have to assume the male role. Unfortunately, women don't know that, you're actually sabotaging that man. You weaken that man. So many times he will say, no, you go stop the robber or I'm not going to come to your aid. You're equal. So they never think that part through when it's time to do the man thing or them when the man needs to step up and be a man, he's not going to do it. And then she's going to say, we're the most unprotected out here. Well, you weaken the man or you actually said, I don't need your help. I can do what I want. So when they do this equal partnership uh, fraudulent approach to relationships, what they're saying is 
because I have equal skin in the game financially, and it's always based on financials. Since financially we're equal, you can't control me. This is their safeguard, which ladies, if you want to do that, that's fine. I would never do something as stupid as that because I'm going to need to pull rank. I'm going to need to pull it because I'm going to be primarily doing the invisible work of the relationships and getting no reward from it. Not only that, if I do manage to get into a relationship like this and the family sinks under the under the leadership of failed leadership of both of us or bad decision making for her, I'm going to get blamed for the relationship sinking. Right? I can't believe you didn't step as, up as a man and do X, Y, and Z. I can't believe you couldn't support your family. You failed as a man, right? And then she takes the kid and then I got to pay the, the balance. I got to pay off all the debt. I got to pay. So you can have too much input. And by the way, relationships aren't supposed to be equal in a sense that just because the finances are equal, everything else equal. Women, men, men were here to protect you. Men were here to protect you, not from others. We were here to protect you from yourselves. And once you understand that, the protection model can never be equal. If I'm here to protect you from others and yourself, you'll never have equal input in this relationship. <laughs> right? We're here to be able to stop you from actually self-destructing. All right, I see you self-destructing. I see the time box is ticking. <laughs> I'm here to start trying to put the fire out. All right, nope. Because you're in an equal partnership, she can self-destruct at any particular point. Go call Dr. John Deloney, and then he throws a grenade in your in your marriage. All right, uh, what do we got here? Sonny D. Sonny D, thank you for giving us all of the knowledge, Coach. Since watching you, I've started to do my own research. I'm reading about the propaganda of the American Revolution now. Knowledge is everything. Man, there's propaganda everywhere. There's history everywhere. So a lot of that has been going on, and some people are asleep. Do you realize the average American doesn't know anything about the Revolutionary War? They don't even know what the Civil War was. Who fought the Civil War? They'd be like, France and... I mean, most Americans are pure ignoramuses. I'm just letting you know right now. I mean, Europeans will tell you. When you go over to Europe, they'll let you know you're ignoramus. I mean, Americans are very unimpressive. I've been telling you this for a long time. Mouth breathers and oxygen thieves. And I don't mean to be mean, but the public school indoctrination camp did you no good. You guys have no idea about any damn thing. I mean, it's actually actually appalling. And then you guys sit up here and try to tell me what I'm wrong about when I'm 99% right. You guys can't even name 50 states. I mean, you can't even name 15 states. If I gave you the pressure, name 15 states right now. Y'all be like, oh, shit. All right. Tell me where they are on the map. If I gave you a blank American United States map, the continental United States, and I said, fill the states in, I guarantee you, you couldn't get more than 12. Guaranteed. And I've done it because I've been a teacher. I've been a teacher. I've been a teacher in, the, in, in schools. I've handed out blank ass maps. Fill this map out. All right. People couldn't name 12 freaking states. I'm like, oh, ignorant. <laughs> I've been in college classes. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. I'm like, damn, bro. What in the hell? Like, you can't be this dumb. <laughs> 
I'm like, how are you supposed to get around here? You guys don't even know Washington. You'd be like, oh, Washington. Washington, D.C. You know Washington State is on the. I know people that don't know the difference between Washington, D.C. and Washington State. Now, how big of an ignoramus do you have to be? I'm trying to be nice. How big of a dumbass do you have to be to not know the difference between Washington State and Washington, D.C.? I've known people that have asked me. <laughs> I'll be like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. What? It's actually mind-numbing. You're like, how did you get this far? How did you get here? I can never listen to another thing that you ever say in your life. You got to be crazy. I mean, it's it's mind-numbing. How many states are you? People will be like, uh, mm. I can't trust people. Somebody said those are different. <laughs> oh, they're quite different. And then they got the nerve to jump in my comment section. When you talk politics, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, let me get a blank map. Let's get a blank map out. And then color in all the red states. Let's do that. Let's start there. <laughs> I'm going to wake your ass up. Let me get back to, let's get back to Tyrese. I said two hour show. We're going to be over. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Hmm. Oh, 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 we're on Tyrese. Oh yes. We're on Tyrese. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Tyrese. Let's start off with this with Tyrese. Sorry. I had a little bit of dead air there. How dare I? Here it is right here. Tyrese Gibson. Let's let's play this video. Uh, if you don't remember who Tyrese is, this is the guy right here. Don't take my baby. I'm at thirteen thousand dollars a month. What more do you want from me? <laughs> oh my god! Don't take my baby. I'm at thirteen thousand dollars a month. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, they played it three times. Okay, so um, we know he's been here before. He's had trouble with uh, uh, past relationships and ex-wives and marriages. I think he's been married two times, maybe three, potentially. Sorry if I messed that up. Uh, Tyrese has been known as a guy who's been always wanting to be front and center on what to do as a man. Remember, I showed you a couple of clips where he's one of these dudes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know, I got a hump. You know, I loves me. <laughs> Licking his lips and all that bullshit. All right, you got to grow up. Men, you got to grow up. All right, I'll give you to 32 to actually play a, a buffoon. But once you, let's start waking up. All right, let's start getting mature. All that bullshit looks, it looks, it looks crazy now. You look crazy out here. All right, trying to be a player in a Mac. Let's put it away. Put it, put it away. And let's get serious about life. You know, <laughs> You know, I be got, I got that game. This man's been videotaping himself shaving a woman between her legs. I'm done, man. Hey, look, I can't feel sorry for you, Tyrese. I can't. I can't feel sorry for you. You filmed yourself shaving a woman's between her legs. I mean, that's somewhere you should never be. 
You should never be there. But you showed up. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to play the clip. He says, don't treat your son like that. That's my son. I, I, I'm actually appalled at this particular behavior because it's very emblematic, symblematic. I don't even know the word of the attitude of immature men who think they're actually doing well with women. And you're fumbling. I mean, listen, we all got to learn once, maybe twice, maybe one and a half. We all learn the hard way. I learned the hard way. And I actually said, I'm going to straighten up and fly right. These dumbasses think they're doing it right every time. And you keep getting screwed. And I can't feel bad for you. So Tyrese already had a case in a situation where he was crying. What was this? 5, 10, 50, 11 years ago. Everything's 50, 11 these days. And uh, this was the this was the actual case that he was initially crying over. If we, I can uh, make this a little smaller, I can't. Tyrese Gibson gets 50-50 joint custody uh, with his daughter as the judge denies the ex's restraining order. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to put the kid into the picture here. I don't talk about people's kids. All right, kids aren't. It's not fair to go after them until they turn eighteen. Then they're fair game for everything. So here it is, right here. Tyrese Gibson just scored a major victory. This is in. 2020 uh, in an ugly court battle with his ex wife Norma Michelle Gibson over custody of the 10 year old daughter Shayla this is who he's crying about and um, it says on Friday the judge awarded him a 50-50 joint custody of his daughter All right, that, that's a win for men because the woman's holding the kid hostage already so we're like finally I get my 50% like we should be going in and crucifying these women these baby mama terrorists for 100% custody okay but you guys go in uh, playing softball with them. On Friday, uh, it says right here, beginning in January, he gets joint custody and, and denied the ex-wife uh, terrorist request for permanent restraining order, which is just basically her trying to bully him through the family court and eliminating his parental rights. And he won. He came out the victor, rightly so. But as a result, he owes this woman $10,000 a month in child support. So even though he does have... Uh, joint custody in a situation. He still pays that woman, Norma, allegedly $10,000 a month. Okay, how did we get here? Nobody's supposed to be here, right? So here it is right here. He remarried again. He remarried again. He married him, this woman right here. She looks potentially, I think we went over this story before. I believe she's, uh, um, I can't remember what she is, a Puerto Rican, Cuban. We went over this story before. When, when it broke, when the news broke, I did a video on this. Tyrese requests custody of his daughter in the divorce battle with his strange ex-wife. Um, it sounds like he filed a little bit too late. She's been ahead of the game. And I believe she he did not get full custody. It says right here, Tyson is his strange wife, Samantha. Now he's got two women. He's got two ex-wives. Samantha Lee was in court Monday for their divorce case. And the baby boy star reportedly is requesting Legal custody, legal custody. I'm not sure if it's full legal custody, possibly, because he's trying to prevent getting waxed in the divorce court. We're going to play some very, very uncomfortable videos here in a, bit, in a minute because somehow they filmed this case. I'm not sure how they did. But he's trying to get legal custody of his three-year-old daughter. He's already fought for custody of a kid, and now his ass is here again. Wow. The singer-actor is also asking that Samantha the Samantha's request for monthly spousal support be denied and that a prenuptial agreement be enforced, according to TMZ. So at least he was smart enough to know 
he went and got a prenup on her. He got a prenup on her. As previously reported, she is asking for $20,000 a month in child support, which Tyrese has called unreasonably high. He's already paying $10,000 to another woman. She wants $20,000. I don't care how much money you make. This is ridiculous amount of money to be just writing off to women who are kidnapping your kid. Yes, kidnapping. Samantha also wants him to pay 100% of the kid's expenses, including medical bills, private school tuition, and nanny salaries. This woman wants $20,000 a month in child support, plus him pay all the expenses, meaning she's not paying a dime of the kid's expenses out of the 20K, bro. And you guys are telling me I'm bitter and hurt. You guys are telling me I'm jaded. You guys are telling me that you don't pay. You got all of these foolish arguments keep getting proven wrong. Right? You keep telling me, not my girl. You keep telling me, Hafiz. You keep telling me, man, just get married. Don't worry about it. You keep telling me, get a prenup. See, the problem with a prenup, and I know the lead attorney is going to be upset with me on this one. He's going to pull his I'm an attorney card. Shout out to lead attorney. I have no beef with you. The problem with this is because he leans on the side of prenups can protect you. I lean on the side of prenups is just another thing to fight over. They're going to find another way to tax you. So what this woman's doing is because there's a prenup. She's trying to get her spousal support out of the child support. She basically taxed the prenup, right? That's all she did. That's all she did because she knows she's not getting alimony. So she taxed the fact that there's a prenup there preventing her from alimony and she's trumping up the charges everywhere else. That's all she did. That's all she did. So again, it's a prenup can work for you, but it's just another thing to fight over or they'll find another way to get the money out of you. That's all she did. So again, I'm not trying to belittle anyone's professional experience here. But what I'm telling you is they're going to find a way, okay? Um, and this is what she's asking for. We must remember that. Let me see here. For some reason, here it is. Let's give you more dirty details. So I'm going to repeat this. She wanted $20,000 a month and asked for him to also pay 100% of the child's expenses, including 100% of the medical bills, 100% of the private school tuitions, and 100% of the nanny's salary. This is entitlement on a grand scale. To go in and ask for this with a straight face. This has got to be the evilest person in the world to ask for something like that. Not only that. Not only that. She asked him to pay for the attorney's fees. In which he was paying the attorney fees. And he also, the woman ended up hiring three, four, 50, 11 attorneys to represent her. And he had to file a motion in the court for hiring excessive attorneys. He was like, I can't afford these legal bills. So in essence, he's paying her to sue him. And she's trumping up the attorney's fees to penalize him. But you guys want to get married? You guys want to try to tell me it's okay? Uh, now, here's the kicker. They were only married for three years. 
you would think that this marriage had they've been kicking and screaming at each other for 10, 12, 14 years. You would think this woman had 15 babies, was barefoot and pregnant the entire time. This woman pushed out one kid. They were married three years. Obviously, she was somewhere pregnant prior to the marriage. They lasted three years, and this woman's asking for him to take care of her at a clip of $120,000 plus per year, pre-tax, which amounts to about $250,000 a year. You're telling me <laughs> that I should not be warning men of what's going on. And somebody said, that's his fault. Absolutely, it's his fault. I'm putting the blame square right here on his back because you should have learned the first time, Tyrese. You should have learned the first time, but no, nah, you wanted to prove your love. You wanted to prove that you were capable of loving. And guess what you did? You rushed in, fools rush in, and you trusted. And you tried to at least give some legal protection. But guys, um, any lawyer will tell you, you cannot sign away child support. It's child support, meaning it's the child's money. So you can sign a prenup. Again, I warned you about this. You guys think because you have a prenup, I'll just sign a prenup and I'll just put the money in a trust account. Guys, you don't know what's going to happen. When you run into the family court building, they don't play that. I'm going to show you a clip of how they treated Tyrese in there. They don't play that. I'm going to just hide the money and act dumb. Now, I, I play that. <laughs> I'm going to like, I don't give up where the evidence, all right? You're going to have to have evidence. But they don't play that. They're going to figure out a way. Okay, you trying to do this? We're going to do that. Guys, they do this every day for a job. This is their profession. They've heard it all. They've seen it all. They'll unpack all of your shit. Or they'll just say, okay, you got a prenup. We'll just double tax you over here. We'll double tax you on the child support. And when it comes to child support, you can't sign it away. Many times the woman can't say, the woman can't say, I don't want child support. That's one of the misconceptions about child support, that they could just walk down there and, and take her, take their name off the damn docket. Many times they can't, or they'll be persuaded not to because it's not her money legally. It's the children's money, and she can't waive the children's right to their money. She can restrict custody and get more money, but legally, Technically, she cannot waive the rights to those kids' money. Those are their dollars. So the child support will say, no, you can't do that. Okay. Um, Here's some more details. You want to see something else here? Uh, What happened? Oh, why is this? Okay, we're going to take that down. That's out of order. Uh, we'll take that down. Here's Tyrese in court. Why are they still wearing masks? Where are they? <laughs> And what year is it? Oh my god! Why well, they still got face condoms on? I thought I thought we were done with this. Well, dang! It says judge threatens to hold Tyrese in contempt after things get heated. Got heated during this testimony, guys. Let me just tell you something: if you're ever in this situation in a family court hearing where you're testifying, whoever that woman is in there is forever your enemy. You should never be testifying in court like this. In the with a woman you married, you slept with this woman, 
you were vulnerable with this woman. You laid between her legs. You put babies in her from your own body. And if this woman's taking it this far, she's the queen of petty. Not even your worst enemies would do stuff like this. Or let me rephrase it. This is what your worst enemies do to you. Let me rephrase that. This is exactly what your worst enemies do to you. And you married this woman. <laughs> All right, let's get let's hear this right here. Tender Petitioner's Exhibit 57, Mr. Gibson's 2018 tax return. If I recall your testimony correctly, Mr. Gibson, you said 2018 you were financially in, quote, shambles. Again, if you've never been in this situation, um, I, I would encourage you, whatever you do in, in your life that deserves to be in court, try to avoid being in court. Okay. You, you, if you're in court, you're in trouble as a, as a person. And as you can see by Tyrese's body language here, he's done with this damn leech attorney. He's done with this bloodsucker. All right. Because he's sucking, you know, I mean, um, what people don't understand is by the time you even get into court, you've already been abused significantly by these lawyers. You've been served. You've been process served. You've been asked to dig up every receipt possible. You've been asked for tax returns. You've been, you just basically been abused. And by the time you get in there, you ready to squab with this dude. You ready to knock his block off because they're doing this and they can do this. They get away with this. They threaten you. They abuse you. They let her hide the kids from you. They, they, um, uh, they, they, they follow you around with private investigators. They do all kind of abuse before. Yeah, they drain your wallet. They make you sign checks over to other lawyers to protect you from them. They extort you. They make up rumors about you. And by the time you're on the stand, you're ready to just knock their head off. But you can't. And they get away with this crime. They get away with this game. This is a game to them, by the way. This is a game to them. They laugh and chuckle with each other afterwards. And look at Tyrese's body language. So he's already done with this guy, and he's asking about his 2018 tax return, which is odd to me because it is the year 2022. Wouldn't you be asking for the 2021 and 2020 tax returns, perhaps the 2019 tax returns? Why are we going back to 2018? Well, that's where all his money was. Let's go ahead and continue. Is that correct? Yeah. So in 2018... When you were financially in shambles, do you know how much you made that year? I don't. Well, according to your tax return. So you hear the tone of language that the attorney's using with him because he's prepared, you're not. And so they're leading you into these questions. Well, do you know this and do you know that? And he's like, I don't know shit. All right. He's trying to play the game. Well, the attorney, well, as a matter of fact, I have the all, all the evidence right here, you cocksucker, right? He's, yeah, he's treating them like a little child. And he's already knows he's going to walk you into a trap. And Tyrese doesn't know how to hold masculine frame. Shout out to Mr. Lucario that says he can teach you how to get out of all of this. Sorry to throw you under the bus. You my homie. 
but I can teach you how to avoid this situation, he says. He holding masculine frame. Let's continue. You made $2.221 million. Page 32. You want to check my math? I'm sure. I'm asking you because I don't do the CFO thing. Here's a question to you, smart no. Hey, that's enough. You go sit down. We're taking a break. Lawyer's back now. Now you're about to see how they really treat you guys in family court. Listen up. Do it again. I'm going to hold you in your chair. You don't ask any questions. That's not how this works. Y'all think this is a game, huh? Y'all think this is a game? Right here, y'all think this is a game, right? He said, Ninja, learn your place. You don't get to do a damn thing in here. This is our circus. You're the clown. This is our circus. You're the clown. You don't get to dictate nothing in here. We told you to be here, but you're going to do what we say while you're in here. You're here to answer questions. You ain't here to ask ish. And you're going to answer everything we ask you. Why is the judge so mad? Because the judge's pockets is, the judge's hands is bloody as well. He's going to get a piece of this $10,000 a month himself. You know who else is going to get it? The state, the child support office, all right? The judge, the judge and the attorney, everybody getting a piece, a chunk of this money. And so he like, you don't come in here and you don't say shit. <laughs> All right. And he said, everybody get up out of the courtroom and you, you get down or I'm going to throw your ass in the clink. Tough guy for trying to be smart at this condescending ass lawyer. While the condescending lawyer can talk down to you and the judge can talk down to you. You don't say nothing. Here we up. Here we go. Ninja. I'm asking you because I don't do the CFO thing. Here's a question to you, smart no. person. Hey, that's enough. You go sit down. We're taking a break. Lawyer's back now. If you do it again, I'm going to hold you to chair. You don't ask any questions. That's not how this works. Now, again, you can tell them to go kiss your whole ass if you want to. You can serve the time. They can go, you're only going to give you three to ten days. All right, they ain't going to throw you in there for months. You just bail yourself out most of the time. All right, there's no court order he's violating. He's just violating the procedures, but they threaten you. I would I would try to get that judge thrown off the case for threatening me. The judge is out of order here. All right, they, he, they shouldn't be doing this. I've seen stuff happen like this, but not this bad. Um, I've seen a um, I've seen a substitute commissioner act like a monkey before. All right, but he was a substitute commissioner. I've seen him act like a monkey once in the court. I've never seen judges act like this. Absolutely never. And to me, this seems very Hollywood, but they're in Atlanta. I mean, first of all, you very rarely have divorce proceedings being recorded. This is suspect to me. You very rarely see a divorce proceeding being recorded like this. All right, so I don't know. Did TMZ sneak in there? All right, I don't know uh, how many days they were allowed to sneak in there. You would have to get a judge's permission to actually allow this to be recorded. I mean, I don't know, man. I've never seen one being recorded like this. I mean, unless they they record, unless the court recorded it themselves. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Look at Tyrese. He's frozen. 
He's frozen. Yeah, this is a man that just made two, $2 million in 2018 being treated like a common slave and a thief and a criminal. And all he did was get married. He didn't commit a crime. He just wants to see his kid unabated from the terrorist baby mama, who's obviously terrorizing him. I mean, we've seen it right now. She's putting him on trial like a criminal. They're treating him like a common criminal. And look at him. He has no rights. You don't have any rights in the family court. You don't have any constitutional rights. And your lawyer can't help you. <laughs> okay? Your lawyer can't help you. Um, let me see here. There was one more point that was, oh, what she's going to be ordered to, what he's going to be ordered to pay probably is in excess of what the judge makes in salary as a family court judge. Now, that's not including the kickbacks, but it is what it is. If you do it again, I'm going to hold you to jail. You don't ask me questions. That's not how this works. All he forgot after that was ninja. He forgot boy after that. I was waiting for boy, ninja, what have you after that. So he was finally ordered, and I have to find the video. He was finally ordered to pay $10,000 a month, not $20,000 as she requested. Also, probably ordered to pay significant portions of her attorney's fees and so forth and so on, and probably have to pay the extracurriculars. That's on top of the $10,000 that he allegedly owes to Norma. So that's $20,000. And I know people were like, he can pay it. He can write the check. I don't care how much money you make. And we know he ran into some sort of financial trouble. I don't care how much money you make. That's a significant check to write on a monthly basis, right? On a monthly basis. Your rent's due, motherfucker. You would literally write that check out once and you'd be like, good, I can afford it. You write it out twice. By the time you get the check number three, because when check number three comes, you know those short months where you're like sitting there and it's and it's December. December got 31 days. You know, them extra days add up. you like, boy, you know, an extra two or three days a month add up. December 31st. Oh, well, yes, I'll write another check. January 31st. No big deal. February 28th. Holy shit. Already? Yeah. Already. March 30th. Damn. A month went by already? Uh-huh. April 30th. Whoa. <laughs> it adds up fast. Them days come in flying in quick. And you got to write another check for 20 G's. Sometimes your money comes in funny. Your money comes in real funny. It don't come in like it normally comes in for normal ham and eggers when you get your $2,000 check per month. And you get to go, ha, I made $2,000 a month. Here's a thousand for me this month for my bite, my bi-weekly check, $1,000. And they tax the hell out of it. And you end up with $750. <laughs> and then your next one come on into, well, when you work in industry, your residuals don't come in on time. Your residuals are flexible. Okay. Sometimes they sell your movie sales. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes you don't get a job that particular month or week. Sometimes your month, there's no money that comes in. There might be a month where a lot of money comes in. And then you're backtracking and back pain, right? You're back paying stuff because you work on a really inflexible income. Then you get taxes. Then, then April comes up. Now you got to pay taxes. So shit, man, I know people that make a lot of money. Your money comes in funny. Your money don't come in like you normal bi-annual, bi-weekly paycheck people. 
So um, anyway, interesting stuff here, right? Interesting stuff. Three-year marriage. Three-year marriage. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Do you have an opinion on this? Let me know. He says, damn, he spun into those damn chambers. Yep. And he, he spawned into that damn chamber. Guys, I've never seen judges really treat people like that with that much disrespect. So there must be something going on that he didn't have respect for Tyrese. He must have been already showing signs of him being not happy with the way the proceedings were going. And uh, that judge, I think, overstepped, in my opinion. In my opinion. And Tyrese could have just told him to kick, kiss his ass. I mean, he ended up getting screwed anyway. You know, the reason why these lawyers, and they won't tell you this. So it's up to you to be able to cuff your balls. I mean, you got to take the penalty. You're getting screwed most of the time anyway. But um, many times these, these judges and these lawyers, they're like, you're not supposed to do this in court. You're not supposed to do that in court. You got to respect the judge. No, you got to respect the judge. <laughs> you got to respect the judge. The reason why they respect the judge, because they got to be in court tomorrow on another case. So the attorneys can't act up. These attorneys act like they can defend your ass and they can't do nothing. They're going to go in there and kiss the judge's ass. Why? Because they need favor in the next case and the next case and the next case and the next case. You just going to be in there this year. You probably going to be in there next year, but you can tell them to kiss it where the sun don't shine. I don't give a damn. All right. You can do whatever you want to me, by the way. There's no orders at this particular point. Throw me out the room if you want. <laughs> Suspend me. You screwing me anyway. He getting screwed in. Okay, it wasn't like he didn't not get screwed. Gee. That's the little game they play. And you volunteer for it. You volunteer for it. And then when you volunteer, you know what I mean? Like Tyree, let me just put it like this. Let me put it like this. Tyrese could have literally not showed up for the entire damn case. And it would have came out the exact same result. Mm. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> tell me I'm lying. Think about it. He probably paid in excess of a million dollars in legal fees between his lawyers and her lawyers. She asked for 20K over 15 years. He paid a million. That was the million right there. And he wasted that on legal fees and he got screwed. 10, 10K. He could have just not even showed up. <laughs> Shit. Let me do the calculator. Where am I calculator? Let me look, get the calculator. 20K times 12. That's would have been, that would have been the orders if he didn't fight it. He basically got a 50% 50 50 discount for showing up and fighting and paying a million dollars. That's what he got. <laughs> he got a discount for paying a million dollars in legal fees. times 15 that's 3.6 million dollars but he's going to pay 1.6 million when it's all said and done hold on for a second oh no no he's going to pay 1.8 all right so he's going to pay 1.8 million dollars to this woman in child support plus activities plus 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 he would have paid 3.6 had he not showed up but remember, he tacked on tack on one million for the for the um tack on one million 
for the lawyer's fees that he probably paid. Let's just say he paid a million. We're just guessing. So he would have paid $3 million. Close to $3 million he would have paid. He's going to pay in total. That's what his end judgment was. It would have been 3.6 had he said, take the damn kid and I'll pay the money. <laughs> like he would have saved, he basically saved $600,000. Tell me I'm lying. All right, look. Hold up for a second. I got to. I know attorneys are losing their mind right now listening to me. But literally, I don't know if it's a million for legal fees. I'm, I'm just guessing because he he wanted, there was a problem with him paying. He, he was getting screwed on the legal fees. I'm just guessing a million. All right. He says, you aren't lying at all, coach. Just think about it. He literally saved 600. Think of all the stress he would have saved. I ah, forget it. Y'all do what y'all want to do. I, I'll pay whatever the hell. He could have just said, all right. By the way, he was already paying her $10,000. He was already paying her $10,000 as a good faith payment. And the reason why they went to court potentially is because she wanted $20,000 and thought Tyrese was shorting her. Guys, I've been in that situation too. He didn't save that much money, and he put himself through all kind of stress, strife, pain. He got stripped down and basically uh, tarred and feathered in front of the whole world for $600,000. Okay, it's, it was an, it, the margin of what he could have paid and what he saved was not that big. All right, think about it. Think about it. All the abuse that he suffered, being served and dragged and his name thrown in the mud. He's might as well just be like, what the, I'll pay whatever. I'll pay her 20 grand. He was paying her 10 already. <laughs> wow. All right, let's get to these right here. Somebody says 10K is shorting her. Guys, I've been in a situation. This is what happens. I'm going to tell y'all. I'm giving y'all game. You don't have to be a lawyer to get this game. You, just, you, you need experience. What, what you do is. When you divorce your wife or she divorces you and you move out, you're more likely to move out. What you're going to do is you're going to be like, okay, I'll pay. I'll continue to pay this. I'll continue to pay that. If you're on the lease, you'll be like, I'll continue to pay this. I'll continue to pay for the kids this. I'll continue to pay for the extracurriculars and I'll leave you some money. This is what you should do because eventually they're going to get that retroactively anyway, whatever you didn't pay. So if you say, screw you, I'm going to bankrupt the hell out of you and I'm going to penalize you for divorcing me. They're going to penalize you for that. Whatever you didn't pay during the split, they're going to make that up in retro. They're going to come back for that. So you're going to end up owing it anyway. And they're going to penalize you and they're going to make you feel guilty for doing it. Your kids were hungry and about to go homeless. No, they weren't because you could have put them in my house. Okay, but again, they're going to hold you in contempt for using logic against them. So now, let me give you another bit of advice. On this, on this, when you pay whatever you are paying to your ex in her mind, again, let's go to the mind of the bird. In her mind, since you're paying it, you can afford it easily. That means, that means you have more money in her mind. Because since you're paying it, let's just say, he says, okay, you know what? We're splitting. I'm going to cover the school. I'm going to cover this and I'll give you $10,000. In her mind, she's going, since she got 10, 
that means you got 20. And that's what happened. I guarantee you that's what happened. She was like, shit, if you easily able to write a $10,000 check, you can just as easily write a 20. And that's what she did to him. Now, she ended up losing for the most part, but she got what she wanted. She got her pound of flesh. She got to embarrass him. She got to restrict him from the kid. She got to frustrate him. And uh, you know what I mean? She got uh, more attention from him than she probably ever got when he was married to her. Understand? So she got what she wanted, even though she didn't get the number. She did get what she wanted. She got to piss them the hell off and frustrate him. And then, you know, emotionally abuse him. And then probably is going to, this is just a alleged. She's probably going to alienate him from his own daughter. But he volunteered for this. <laughs> All right. Letting you guys know what's going on. All right. This is the game. All right. Where we got here? I got somebody here that I goes by probably a different name here. So I won't say it. Factoids for Coach Alini. Princess Diana was 19 when she got engaged and married at the ripe old age of 20 uh, to mother, uh, 20 to mother, the heirs of the King of England. Okay. How old was Prince Charles when they married? I believe, was he in his 30s? She was a good little old 19. Now we've pushed, um, we've pushed, for some reason, we've arrested develop, we've arrested the, the development of, of, of people here in America. For some reason, people will say, 22, you're a child. 26, you're still young. And I'm, a, I'm against that, not just for my own pleasures. I'm against that for men, women, and children. Okay, in our past, teenagers, I did an entire show on this, teenagers were considered adults. For a long time, sure, we were in an agrarian in a industrial revolution days, but now we get nonsense like 20 years old, their children, and you don't have to have your life figured out when you're 20. This is hogwash to me. It's absolute nonsense. Teenagers used to work before they went to school. Five in the morning, get your ass up. <laughs> Wake your ass up, milk them cows. Clean up the pig pen, the pig sty, get them chickens, cut heads off before you even got on the damn school bus. There were kids eight years old shaving down logs so the pappy can put it in the log cabin. There were slave children picking innies that was picking cotton, surely at the age of eight, nine years old with full satchels around their damn necks. I don't want to hear this arrested development of 22 years old being children. It's absolute nonsense. Teenagers have a long time been adults. They had jobs. They had jobs at 9, 10, 12 years old. You don't become a man in many religions. Somebody's just mentioned it. You become a man at 13, a full woman at 15. But of course, now times are different. No, you guys are weaker. You guys are arresting the development of these human beings. Well, the brain doesn't develop until 25. So what? That doesn't have anything to do with you not knowing right from wrong. And this is the problem. You got people out here um, defending criminals from doing criminal stuff. He didn't have to shoot him in the back. He didn't have to shoot him 15 times. Yes, he did. Okay, that person knew right from wrong. And he got caught in here in a, in a, in a whole world full of wrong and his ass lost his life. I don't have no defense for him. He's a dumbass. You got people out here, I'm still young, 45 to new 25. No, it ain't, you're old. 
Matter of fact, you're in the third quarter of your life. The next quarter is going to look something like this at any day. When you reach the fourth quarter of your life at any day, Matter of fact, there's a young girl. Oh, confirmed. There's a young girl. I don't want to put her business out. There's a young girl that I see. I've been seeing for quite a bit. She's 20. I believe she's 26 now. I've been seeing this since she's been 22. Her mother, she went on a trip. Her mother drops her off at the airport and has a stroke. Her mother's slightly older than me. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Wrong soundbite. Now, fortunately, this woman did not die. But what I'm meaning to tell you is this. When you get to the third quarter of life, you about to start wrapping it up. Because when you get to the fourth quarter, <laughs> it ain't time to play no games. And when is the fourth quarter, you ask? Well, just dice up your life in the quarters. The average per you might think you're going to live to 100. The average person don't live to 100. Let's just say it's 80. Dice it up from there. 20, 40, 60, 80. You hit 60 at any day. Any day. Any day after 60. So 45 is a new 25? I think not. <laughs> if you get to 80, you're in overtime. All right? Really any day. And what you'll do from third quarter on is every day you wake up, you're going to drive to your pharmacist and drive in the drive-thru and collect your pills. And then you're going to go get Starbucks. You're going to be trying to be kept alive. They're going to be like this. Every day you wake up, ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. That's what you do every day. You just get your pills. You drive into the damn Rite Aid, drive in line, get your pills to stay alive. <laughs> no, people hate me, man. People hate me. Yeah, you on the back nine for real, bro. I want to hear about the 25. Dude, you're in the second quarter of life when you hit 25. You're in your second quarter. You're about to hit halftime, bro. Mm. Talk about 25 is young. No, it ain't. <laughs> people go full balding at 25. You ever see a dude? He fully about to go bald, and he got the damn George Jefferson around his head at 25. Women got male female pattern baldness at 25. Hair falling out for braiding their hair too tight all through their damn teenage years. <laughs> I'm 40. My beard been gray since 38. Is that not an indicator? All right, let me stop playing with y'all. I think by the time you're 15, 16, you should have some damn understanding of right and wrong. You know what's right and wrong. Get your ass in gear. Get it in gear. Do you have to have life figured out? No. I'm not saying you have to have life figured out. But I'm tired of these people using this excuse that 27's young, 25's young, 22's young, 21's young, 18's young. No, it's not. No, it is not. <laughs> All right. You need to be responsible, all right, for some, some ish around here. 
if you can drive a three-quarter ton vehicle down a freeway at 85 miles an hour, legally, you're not young, you're an adult. All right, here we go. (laughs) Sorry. All right, anyway. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. Humble Lee says, you're really saving lives, coach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's a very generous super chat. Jones G, after 20, after 23 years, I got to say, you're spitting truth. Anybody that's ever been in the divorce proceeding knows what I'm talking about. Loud pockets. I've had it with you Californians. I've had it with Californians. I had to get up out of here. I had to get up out of Cali. All right. California people are nuts, right? For sure. Who is this? Shelby NY. He says, why do men like Tyrese roll the dice again? Because the hope strategy. You call it purple pill. I call it the hope strategy. You're hoping that this doesn't happen to you again. And just not only does, look, the divorce statistics for second marriages are that much worse. It's way worse than first marriages. Second divorce, second marriages are almost automatically a divorce, almost like 60%, 62 to 65%. It's almost guaranteed. It's a slam dunk. But of course, not me. I'm going to live the whole strategy. And also, he was raised by a single mother. Huh? The father left. Look, I looked up his autobiography. His father left him when he was 50, 11 years old. All right. Leary says, appreciate the message you teach. Blessings, coach. Man, hardcore message. Shout out to uh, Carl, Carl S. He says, Leo is black pill as F. His roles reveal that too. Yes, he is. He knows. Leo knows too much. Warhammer, shout out to you giving me my flowers, sir. Ramil, Ramil says, sing the song by Tyrese. Sweet lady, though it won't you be mine. I'm going to love you for a long time. I will be there when you need. I'm just a simp. I'm a pay pay. Sweet lady, won't you be? He believe that guy right there believes his own lyrics. That guy is drinking too much of his own bathwater. All right. And he got what he deserved right there. All right. Don't feel sorry for Tyrese. Don't feel sorry for him. He got exactly what he asked for. Shout out to Mr. Shabazz. Should Tyrese hide cash overseas? Um, there's a lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Um, just so you guys know, when the lawyers start asking, this is called demand for productions. When you get a demand for production, you will be like, what the hell is going on here? Okay. And so um, what most men do in marriages, which I've been telling you not to do, never tell the left hand what the right hand's doing. They don't need to know what each other's doing. Never involve your wife in businesses. Never tell her what you make per year. Just say, I got it covered, baby. I cover all the bills. I take care of you, baby. I cover everything. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Oh, let me see what we got. Are, are you saving for this, baby? I got it. Because what happened was he told her ass where all the bodies were buried. His dumb ass is one of them. I got to tell my wife everything and I got to ask her for permission. Because they were in an equal partnership, despite the fact that he earned way more money than her. And so he told her way too much. And so when she went to her attorneys, multiple. He got to she got to be able to start squealing. Oh, he got money over here. He got money over here. So when they draw up the demand for production and the file is going to be served to you this thick. 
It's going to be this thick. All right. So for the people who don't, who are attorneys that telling me, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're going to get a file this thick of subpoenas. Basically, they're going to ask you to turn over everything before they start subpoenaing it. All right. Subpoenas are more expensive. So they're going to ask you to turn over the evidence. They're going to say, give me the bloody socks. Give me the bloody glove. Give me the ski mask. Give me the knife. That's what they're going to say. Give me the knife. Give me the knife. All right. That's basically what they're going to say. And you're going to be like, how you know I had a knife? How you know I had a ski mask? How you know I had gloves and socks with blood on it? Well, she told me. Mm. <laughs> Y'all think women are your friends. Y'all think women are your friends. They are not. This is where you made a mistake. They're not your friends. They're business partners. At best. Sexual partners, at least. <laughs> They're not your friends. When a woman asks you a question, <laughs> they are investigating you. Do you guys realize this? When, when a woman asks you a question, she's not saying, I'm curious. I'm just curious. I like to know. I just want to know. Isn't it right for me to know? No, when she asks you something, she's putting it right here in her little notebook, in her mental Rolodex. She's putting it in her diary. She's putting it in her notes in her phone. She's screenshotting it. So that thing we talked about, so you talked about something about, uh, you talked about her in person about something. And you said, hey, blah, blah, blah. A couple days down the line, she's going to say, so that thing you talked about when we were here, when you were here last Friday, remember what we talked about last Friday? I just have a question about that. She's setting your ass up. You should end the conversation right then and there. Don't even say, I'll talk to you about it when I see you. Just leave her ass on red. <laughs> don't respond. Don't reply. Nothing. Because what she's doing is digging for information. Or at best, she's trying to trap you into saying something, acknowledge something happened via text. And now she screenshots it. Okay? It's what they do. And I'm going to tell you why they do it. People can say that they're evil for doing this. I don't say that much. No. What they're doing is protecting themselves because they're the least protected. They're not able to protect themselves many times. They're vulnerable people in society. Most cannot protect themselves. They need help. They need an agent. They need a lawyer. They need a police officer. They need a government agent. They need the child support, the CPS. They need, they need teachers. They need, they, they need a whole bunch of people, men, uh, construction workers, uh, IT directors. They need people that can turn on the lights, electricians, plumbers. They need everybody. So, and hence, you volunteer to be the protector, but somehow she's got to have protection from the protector. And with that, just in case your ass don't do your job no more, she need to be able to go to someone else and say, this person didn't do their job. They owe me. I got money. It's all that is. It's all it is. They just need to protect. Her. And they're just protecting themselves. 
but since you're so since you're volunteering for the service to protect them just in case you drop your ball drop the ball or drop duty all right they need somebody else to protect them in that case so they're vulnerable <laughs> okay you're you're volunteering for this but she also has to protect herself from you she has to have protection from you okay and this is you can call it manipulation you can call it evil you can call it whatever it is but it's what it is and they have this sense of i just don't feel secure so now i gotta check the protector let's see if your ass is really protecting me oh you're not i found something on your ass let me go find somebody else all right, Jason Ward, fresh out of the family court. He says, you got the fight for 50-50. You got to fight for 50-50. And I think it's egregious that women do make you fight for 50-50, right? It's a selfish need. They're trying to keep the kid. They're acting like it's theirs. They acting like they own it. And then you go in there to get something. You you end up paying 10, 20, 30, $40,000 to get something that you were entitled to DNA-wise. You're like, how did I win? You lazy, you, I basically fought for something I was supposed to get. It's actually egregious. Now, that part is evil. Anybody that does that is pure evil. All right, 100%. Anybody that makes a man fight for 50-50 is pure evil. All right, shout out to Eric Powell. CGA's advice will save you millions and millions. Or as Joe Biden says it, two trillion, 234 million. I got to find that sound bite. <laughs> Two trillion four hundred and forty-four million. All right, shout out to uh, Gazillion. Shout out to Abel Returns to Eden. Men, stop loving women, you dummies. It's never about love. They're business partners at best. You're in business with women, 100%. Whether you transact them for the evening, you transact them for the year, or you transact them for life, this is a business deal. And if ever you forget, she will remind you. But the reminder will not be a warning shot. She will file court cases with you, and then she will she remind you that everything you guys have done have been on a business arrangement. You'd be like, we don't have a business. We love each other. She files for divorce. Oh, it's business now. Now we pulling out receipts. Now we pulling out contracts. Now we pulling out stipulations. Now we're getting court orders. Now we're hiring attorneys. Oh, yeah, it's business now. We in business, baby. <laughs> Anytime you lie between a woman's legs, you signed a business deal. And hence, you can pay up front or you can pay on the back end, but you're going to pay. Hey, man, I hate to make it like this because I'm, I'm making it sound like they're intentionally doing this to men in a malicious way. In a malicious way. This is what I don't want you to walk away with. I just want to walk away, walk away with the truth. They're doing this because it's available to them. If, at, 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 if you take the Philippines, the Philippines have none of these games. Now, a lot of men are going to the Philippines for the basic fact that women can't play these games because you're saying, see, they don't got no family court. However, you're the bad guy over there. You're the asshole because you're the ones knocking these girls up, leaving them single moms, and now they have no cure. So a lot of times you guys are going to the Philippines and you're messing with single mothers or you're messing with married women who can't legally get divorced. And they've been married since 16, 17, and 18. 
and their husband's still running around. The woman's now 30, and she got two kids, and she has no recourse. She has no protection. Is that fair? It's fair for people who want to avoid it. But again, we're now seeing the swinging. Now you swing the pendulum to the other side and look at the disaster that's over there in the Philippines. Some people are poor, and they also don't have, the women don't have any legal protection. Is that fair? Maybe some people will be like, yeah, that's fair. But then when you say that, then the American women be see like, uh-huh, see, that's why, that's why we take y'all ass to court. So this is what, this is the whole argument. This is the whole argument. When you go to the Philippines, odds are you're sleeping with the prop, the high, the likelihood that you're sleeping with a single mother and or a woman that is married and can't get divorced is significantly high. Unless you're messing with teenagers over there, like legal teenagers. Them women get married and cannot get divorced. <laughs> Their husband is still running around. They ain't seen him in 15 years. She's still married. <laughs> we dropping game and I got a coaching call here. All right, where are we at? Sheldon Phillips. Shout out to you. I don't know if I could say your government name. Craig Coleman. Dave Chappelle said, how old is 16 really? CGA is the truth. Okay. Remember when you were 16, nobody could told you nothing. You knew everything. All you didn't have was the experience. So um, I hate when people try to act like, oh, I'm dumb. All right, but uh, you're in that middle stage. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But when you were 16, nobody could tell you nothing. You knew what you wanted. You knew what you was trying to go get. You just needed the experience. And then once you got the experience, you realized you were a dumbass. Now, I was super mature at 16. So I was already working, making money, and I knew where I was going, and I knew I wasn't going to mess up my life. Now, I had some dumbass friends at 16, too, that were 16, and they were stupid. <laughs> all right? So it's all different. It's all, it's all relative. Now, if you take some 16-year-olds now, they can't even cross the street right. With you helicopter parent parents. Again, arrested development. It's not the kid that arrested development. It's society. It's parents that arrest the kids development. You got some kids that don't even know how to cross the damn street properly. At 16. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, Sheldon also says, bet Tyrese's ex-wife new dude was outside in the car. <laughs> Looking at him like this. Yep. Oh, you know she brought a man to court. And he was looking at him like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because, believe it or not, you do be trying to wait for your ex-wife. <laughs> you know one of the uncomfortable things about family court is that they let y'all out and adjourn and y'all be walking next to each other in the damn elevator right after they done stuck, it, stuck you for your paper. Have y'all ever, have anybody ever been to a family court and that happened? The judge be like, here's the final orders. Case dismissed, or not case dismissed, in the case. All right, and he, he throws the gavel down, and y'all walking out next to each other. <laughs> and the you're next to the lawyers. You're next to your lawyer. You're next to her lawyer, because everybody's leaving at the same time. And you pushing the elevator button, and here they come around the corner. Yeah, we got that old stupid moron, and they see your ass. Oh, everybody get quiet. The elevator door opens. You like, 
Am I getting in? Dude, one time I went to court with my ex and we got in the same elevator by ourselves. I literally jumped out of that elevator. I got in. She came around the corner, walked in. It was just me and her. We were just in court. She was just in there lying on me. I saw her walk in. I walked the hell out. I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, hells no. I waited like 15. I waited 50, 11 minutes for her to get all the way to her car. Because I was like, mm-mm. Because you know, as soon as that door would have closed, she would have been in there choking herself. <laughs> she would have walked out with bruises. Bleeding, I would have been like, I didn't do nothing. I'd have been in jail for a long time. She'd have been laying there looking like, never mind. I jumped up out of there. I was like, no, 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 no. I ain't that dumb. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, shout out to GS. We're getting to the rest of these. GS says, love the show. Shout out to Lord Flash. All right, shout out to you. Thank you, show. Uh, thank you there. Jason Ward, uh, $250 for a subpoena. They are very unprofessional too. Dude, they're very invasive. I've heard in California, they're $500 for a subpoena. So it depends. Lawyers, you can let, let me know. You're talking about $500 per them asking you for any detail. So they say, give me this bank account. And you say, kiss my ass. All right, but, but a demand for production is a court order. So it's order it's signed by the judge. So if they say you got to turn over some um, materials, the judge signs off on it and you got to turn it over or you can be held in contempt or you can be non-cooperative. It's up to you. But then if you start saying, well, I can't find it and they say, we know you got it and they subpoena it, it's going to cost $500 to you or you split it against your, your ex-wife or she pays for it. It just goes on somebody's legal bill. And then that you times 500 times however many documents that they want to subpoena. If you got stuff overseas and crypto and uh, applications, PayPal, they just start subpoenaing everything. <laughs> All right. It's crazy, man. It's that, guys, you don't want to be on this side. You don't want to be on this side. And the, 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 the only contributing factor to you being on this side is you get married, period. There's nothing else. Without the marriage, they can't do any of this. With the marriage, you're susceptible to almost 70% chance she'll do this to you. The leading factor, the leading, uh, what is it? The leading cases, the way with it. The leading factor of divorces is marriage. I can't believe it what it is. The number one, I can't even remember how you guys put it here. And if you can't hire an attorney, you're done. Yeah. Marriage is the number one leading cause of divorce. I believe that's the way they say. It. Yeah. The leading cause of divorce, the divorce is marriage. The leading cause of divorce is marriage. If you want to avoid all of this, the best thing you can do is not get a legal marriage. Period. All right. Where are we at? I got to get done with this show. Shout out to Jason Ward. $250 for each subpoena. D.A. Jones, I'd rather leave her on delivered than delete. Yes, I'd rather leave her on delivered. Leave her on delivered. 
Don't don't delete any messages. Screenshot too. Jason Ward got full custody. She messed up, and I capitalized. And I've been warning you guys, watch when they mess up and jump on it. Shout out to King of Spade. He says, I love it when the gloves come off. Coach, straight facts. And anybody who's offended by today's broadcast, I'm going to tell you, man, you got to be the biggest ignorant person. I mean, how are you offended by me presenting this information with all of this evidence? <laughs> well, it's not everybody's going to do this. This is terrible. You know what's terrible? Men having to fight for 50-50 custody in court. That's absolutely egregious. And there's no reason for it. Trust me. There's absolutely no reason. I don't care what reason she comes up with. Well, I was the mom. I was the stay-at-home mom. Um, he abused the kids. He was mentally abusive. He is physically or sexually. They're going to come up with every excuse in the book as to why they should have more custody. In this day and age, men raise kids. Men change diapers. Men are active with kids. Most men. Most men. And the men that you fight that you're going to say, well, my baby daddy wasn't. Well, you laid down with a scrub. That was your fault. Okay. But most men who are end up fighting for their kids for 50-50 aren't the guys that never been there to take care of the kids. They don't even show up to court and fight. What I'm talking about is if the father says, look, I've been here. I've been with the kids. I've walked the kids to school. I picked them up. I coached their football team and you fight them for custody. I swear to God, you are one of the worst human beings on planet Earth. Period. There's no discussion on this. There's no middle ground on this. You're next to serial killers. All right. That's what you're next to, because that's essentially what you're doing to the child. You're actually crippling the child going forward by fighting for this selfish need to get child support, period. <laughs> There's no other way to be nice about this. This is how terrible it is. This is how terrible of human being you are when you do this. I don't care if the father does this to the mother. You're a ter terrible human being if you fight a person in court for custody, period. All right, anyway, now that you know how I really feel, I can't even express the amount of evil that it takes for a person to do that. Shout out to El Jefe. He says, women are information gatherers from the beginning. No pillow talk. We learned this from Samson and Delilah. Albert Ingram, stories like this is why men don't want to have kids and get married, but we are called gay, hurt, bitter, and a misogynist. Or when um, men want to go overseas. And they taunt you and tease you. You're going to go overseas. You can go over there. Bye. Well, men are getting a raw deal here. Men are getting a raw, a raw deal. Okay. And nobody's acknowledging it. And it's okay. You don't have to acknowledge it. But men are walking away. And it's okay. Deadly Edley. Last one. Leo. One of the only guys who can say he maxed nines and tens and kicks them back to the streets. Yes, he's one of a rare few. A rare few that can say that. Anybody else is saying that. They lying. All right. I think I got everybody. Thank you for the contributions here. All right. Thank you for the contributions. Ladies, if you guys want to piece up my video and dice it up and say where I'm wrong, please go ahead. But I provided enough evidence. Shout out to the coach gang. And we'll be back in here tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Thursday. Damn, it's Thursday already. Time to pay your child support first of the month. And ladies, 
Yes, it is. Shout out to the coach gang. And uh, if you text me. Wait a minute. Who are you? All right, bang. We out of here. Peace.